we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for March 28th, 2022. And uh, boy, I've got the first topic I'm going to be covering. Oh, man. After we get through the warfare prayer, it's a continuation of this whole alien disclosure agenda. Again, I've done multiple mega studies on the subject over the years. And pretty much everything that I've warned about, not only me, but others out there, regarding this disclosure event, it, it just seems to be playing out. It, it seems to be moving in the directions that I was warning about really since the start of the ministry. And I, I'll just give the Lord Jesus Christ all the praise, the credit, and the honor. I, I, I can't believe the video that I just saw. And I'm going to play it for you. It's not very long. It's about seven minutes. And it encompasses so many different things on this grand delusion deception. And I really believe it's going to be the backbone of the strong delusion that God will send. He's permitting this on planet Earth. According to Second Thessalonians chapter two, where it talks about the strong delusion. It's it's honestly, if there was one reason, one of the main reasons, the very top, because I, I really believe in the future this is going to be of paramount importance that Christians are educated regarding this subject. If there was one top reason, I would say this ministry exists. It may be this one. I don't know. That's 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 God's to know. But this could quite possibly be the most important aspect of contendingfortruth.com. And it just seems like we are really moving toward that. This whole everything that's happening in the world with the skyrocketing food prices and, and the gas prices and the war now in, in, in the Ukraine and Russia and China and all of this turmoil. And like I've said before, it's just, you know, it's pre-planned. Look at the puppet masters. Look at the 30,000 foot view. This is all happening by design on purpose. And it's going to be, this whole thing is going to be, um, is being done to bring the new world order out of the chaos of the destruction of the old world order. The old world order has to go bye-bye for the new world order to come in. So the new world order has to be very different than the old. And it's going to appear like the next greatest thing since sliced bread. And I've been warning about it. And I, I hate to say it, but the vast majority of people on the planet are going to fall for it. Those that identify as Christians included because they have been, they have not been warned or prepared at all. By and large, from the clergy, whether that be televangelists, whether that be your local church, whether that wherever, they have not been prepared to deal with this deception that is coming. Hollywood has not spent billions and billions in, 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 in our space programs and these types of things, the whole idea of soft disclosure. The billions that have been spent to prepare humanity for this haven't been done to just blow money. There's a purpose behind it all. And the purpose is ultimately to get your soul. 
And this is why the Bible says, you know, to not be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of you. 2 Corinthians 2.11. The Bible says in Matthew 24.24, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Kind of wonder who the they is. Well, I, I think the, the they is coming into clear picture. When the Bible talks about in Daniel, it says they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. The seed of men, like, meaning hybridization. The seed of men. It's the exact same thing they did in Noah's day, in Genesis 6. When the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, they took them wives all that they chose, and the wives bore them. These giants, these men of old, men of renown, translated from the Hebrew word Nephilim, which are the fallen ones, this hybridized race. Daniel predicts there's going to come a time where they mingle themselves with the seed of men, but it, but they shall not cleave, meaning cleave means to aptly fit, meaning to fit well. I, I believe that's been started with the COVID shots. I've said that before. The more I find out about these stinking death shots, these COVID kill shots, the more information that comes out about how evil they are and how wicked they are and in the, the parasites in them, in the graphene oxide, in the hydrogel, um, in all the ways they modify your DNA. That's part of this. That was part of getting everybody on board, I believe, to actually accept what's coming. Because these people that are getting these shots, and, and I don't know, I, I don't know whether if you just got one shot, you can, if you do enough detox, if you can break free, I, I don't know. That's, I know God can heal them. I, I've never disputed that. But I believe that's part of this. I believe that was a prerequisite they, they had. They, they've got supposedly what. You know, I don't I don't know if we could trust their statistics, but over 50% of the world's population with the clot shot. The kill the kill COVID kill shot. That's part of this. Now, this war in the Ukraine, that's just gonna take us to the next desperate low food, gas prices, you know, you know, Russia bad, Ukraine good, right left paradigm, Coke Pepsi, the whole nine yards. What team are you on? It's all us always right left. Republican, Democrat, it's all being controlled at the top by Satan and his minions and those that control the leaders of the world. That's where it starts. Again, Luke 21, 36 says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass regarding the end times is which this is talking about. Jesus saying this, and to stand before the Son of Man. Matthew 24, 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. But pray that you're counted worthy to escape all these things. It's 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 it says to pray for that. Psalm eleven five, the Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, that's the prerequisite, humbling yourself before God, and pray 
and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The problem is, is that in the Laodicean church age of, of Revelation 3, and I'm not saying this because I think I'm anything perfect, okay? Because I'm not. But if you look at that church, and that's the age I believe that we are in, Laodicean, they're neither hot nor cold. Yet they think they're in need of nothing. They think they're doing pretty good with God. They don't need anything. But in God's eyes, they're they're blind, wretched, weak, and naked before him. But that's a lot of that stems from pride. And a lot of that stems from them not humbling themselves before God. They shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. But the problem is, is by and large... The people that call themselves Christian, this has not been done because most Christians don't think they're in need. They think they're doing pretty good with God. According to, again, the Laodicean church age of Revelation 3. Second Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices. If you are ignorant of his devices, the Bible says, it, it implies heavily that he will get an advantage of you. Matthew 24, 24, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Again, they. Hmm. I understand in that context, it's probably more talking about false prophets. And But it's interesting. So, um... Ephesians 5.11 And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Now the word reprove means to blame, to convince a fault, or to make it manifest. That's why ministries like this exist. I'm trying to, we're trying to shed light on wickedness. On the unfruitful, on, on the unfruitful works of darkness. But all things that are approved are made manifest by the light. So you shed light on things and then it can be reproved. But if it stays in darkness, it can't be, you're not going to know about it. You, you just, you're not, you're going to be ignorant of Satan's devices. You're going to be destroyed for lack of knowledge, Hosea 4, 6, potentially. So, for, and then it goes on to say, For whatsoever doth make manifest his light, wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest. Most of the people that I believe identify as Christians are sleeping regarding so many different topics. They haven't been prepared. I'm not saying this because I think I'm better. I'm just saying I've been there. I've done that. I was in several different denominations. Okay? Uh, Catholic high school, Lutheran middle school, um, brought up in new age with my mom. And that, that doesn't count as a, a denomination, but I've been there. Um, hardcore Pentecostal charismania to independent fundamental King James only unincorporated church movement Baptist. I've been like the full gamut. And these are, these are issues I'm not seeing. I haven't saw covered in any you turn on Christian radio, you hear anything about these types of, not really, I've never, 
it may a cursory little thing they might say and then they just move on that's not something they want to really talk about i'm talking more more so here about the disclosure movement arise from the dead and christ shall give thee light See then that you walk circumspectly. Now that word means cautiously, with watchfulness every way, with attention to guard against surprise or danger. And, and in the greatest time of deception that we're in, we need to be more circumspect today than any other time in the history of man, I, I believe. Watchfulness in every way. Attention to guard against surprise or danger. Circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil can you imagine how much more evil the days are now than when this was written when ephesians chapter 5 was actually written you know so um i'm gonna go ahead and get into the updated group prayer list of current event prayer points the warfare prayers that we rotate and then we will um i'm also trying out a new microphone today um and um then we will get into the other information that i don't even know how long it's going to take to actually get I, I didn't think i was going to have enough content for today but as always um i, I think the lord has other plans and, and many times i'm actually thinking oh i'll be able to start my study early today i'll be able to really get a jump on it and i'm not even starting now until i don't know like 8 45 or whatever p.m but that's the way it goes. The updated group prayer list of current event prayer points. I'll go ahead and open us up in a word of prayer. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for you to expose and destroy the Great Reset agenda worldwide designed to bring in the New World Order and for your divine intervention regarding the conflict in the Ukraine. Please protect the Christians, the innocent, and the righteous in the Ukraine and the surrounding areas. And may this conflict be used to bring forth your truth and righteousness. We pray that every evil plane and scheme of this devil, um, of this evil, be exposed and destroyed. And to expose and destroy the COVID-19 agenda worldwide with all of its big brother agendas like DNA defiling, graphene oxide filled, parasite ridden, nanotech laden vaccines from Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, and others, and for the stoppage and the eradication of all contact tracing programs, forced mask wearing, social distancing mandates, lockdown and quarantine mandates, and the implementation of the COVID-19 digital passports, and for God's judgment and destruction to be upon the vaccine and medical cartels perpetuating this evil, to be destroyed and exposed, and to thwart any deep stake fault deep state false flag attacks in order to blame anti-vaxxers christians and gun owners etc we also pray father regarding the body of christ we pray for strength endurance courage guidance favor divine providence and foreknowledge in the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day we pray for the destruction of cern and all the other thirty thousand plus particle colliders worldwide and for the destruction of all D-wave quantum computers, and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway these devices and all witchcraft taking place in the universe have opened, and all dark matter that they have created, that they would be destroyed, and for the reversal of every Mandela effect that they have produced. We pray for the destruction of the wicked plans of this current evil American political administration and for the fear of God to be upon both Democrats and Republicans. And if they will not repent of their wickedness, that God would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and that they would turn on each other and devour one another and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness. 
and for the destruction of the Chinese, Communist Chinese Party plans for taking over America, Mexico, and Canada, and elsewhere, and for the eradication of groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, for the diverting of any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit Earth, for God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in the U.S. and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide, for the stoppage of all U.N. troops already in America and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields and create famine, for God's intervention regarding the wildfires caused by directed energy weapon attacks and all the wicked plans surrounding this to be destroyed, for the defense, protection, and victory of all Christians worldwide, especially the persecuted, and all the targeted individuals worldwide as well, for the eradication of all pandemic plagues worldwide for the destruction of the exploding GMO weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere for the stoppage of all the illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming up through the U.S. southern border and the northern border for that matter for the stoppage and exposure of the Latin American Chinese Russian and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere for the destruction of the 5G and 6G radiation sources and the thousands of satellites being launched sending intense microwave radiation over the entire earth specifically for god's judgment on the companies of spacex one web t telesat ast and science omnispace amazon and earth now and for the physical protection of our families and animals from these emfs these electromagnetic frequencies for all christians to wake up and spread the gospel and to push back against all their freedoms being taken away for the destruction of the 501 501c3 FEMA clergy response teams being activated in America to betray and destroy the Christians that they would be and that they would be exposed. We pray against the slaughter of Christians worldwide and for the eradication and the exposure of all pedivore, pedo predator, and all child sex trafficking networks worldwide like Protasia and Nambla. We pray for the destruction of all adrenochrome harvesting complexes worldwide and for the rescue of the children imprisoned in these satanic torture centers and for the destruction of the lgbtq movement and against the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens children's and ba children and babies for the protection of all infants children teenagers and adults caught in these evil networks for the eradication of all adult and child pornography bestiality pornography and snuff film sources and businesses for the supreme court to overturn roe versus wade for the eradication of all abortion clinics and planned parenthood centers worldwide and the stripping of all powers of witchcraft from their owners and employees for the eradication of all witchcraft being done worldwide trying to bring in more evil death and destruction against the implementation of the internet kill switch for the destruction of the plans and wickedness of high-level politicians everywhere for the destruction of the mandatory vaccination mandates being implemented and that the truth would come out about them for the destruction of the wicked factions of the modern medicine and the pharmaceutical and vaccine industries for the ma masses to get saved and have eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive the truth we pray against the full implement implementation of the real id 2023 for the stoppage of the south african genocide of whites and the genocide of blacks in africa for god to neutralize and stop the fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and other nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide for the canceling of any big brother draconian changes taking place worldwide against further vote rigging in the elections everywhere for the stoppage and the exposure of the muslim invasion of europe america and canada for the eradication worldwide of all planned deep state and muslim false flag events everywhere for the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs next next rad doppler ultrasound weather manipulation and nasa blast wave accelerators for the destruction of all wickedness being perpetuated by hollywood 
um, Netflix, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the tech giants and the dominant streaming content producers. For the destruction of any non-human entities that walk among, defile, exploit, and murder or infiltrate humanity. For the pop culture, rock, rock and rap music industries to be eradicated. For the eradication of the Vatican, Pope, and Catholicism, that the Catholics would be saved. For the destruction of the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati. For all the satanic ritual abuse and MK Ultra mind control victims, that they be delivered, saved, and protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them. And for the wicked factions of the public universities and the public school systems to be turned to righteousness. We also pray, Lord, for you to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all COVID-19 vaccine spike proteins, nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, graphene oxide, microchips, implants, luciferase, hydrogel, wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, prions, and parasites in or on our bodies, and to deactivate, neutralize, and destroy and purge any other wicked things the globalist elite may have gotten into our bodies. And we loose legions of angels regarding all these prayer points to accomplish your will, and we bind up every devil, demon, evil entity, or fallen angel that would try to hinder these petitions, and we cast them into the lake of fire, until which time they then be cast in... Uh, we cast them into the abyss, I'm sorry, until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and command that no other evil entities can come to take their place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Okay, so we're going to get to that video that I talked. This just dropped today from um, <clears throat> Exopolitics, which is stands for, I believe, uh, Extraterrestrial Politics. Michael Salia, who's the ringleader, um... <clears throat> It has been for a very, very long time. I've loosely followed him for a long time. I think he is going to be at the absolute spear tip of the disclosure movement. He is a gigantic advocate for good cop, bad cop. Good alien, bad alien. The whole thing. Because see, that's not going to stop. You know. The concept of the Hegelian dialectic problem reaction solution is dependent upon good cop bad cop uh, coke pepsi democrat republican good guy bad guy that type of thing so they've got to have that component in this satanic lie because that is typically how satan operates off that pair he controls both sides but they're hoping you never find that out. They're hoping that you never find out that the puppet master is Satan. He's controlling both sides, but the one that's supposedly the good side is, is here to liberate humanity and to help us and all this other stuff. This, this seven minutes plus video, probably in all my years of ministry, I have never seen so anything so condensed so deceptive, so evil, yet acting like this is going to be the greatest thing that ever happened to humanity. To take us basically from the old world order into the new world order, from the age of Pisces that they say was dominated by Jesus, to the age of Aquarius. I entitled this must listen the latest colossal lies from the disclosure movement. Get ready as the strong delusion is just getting cranked up. Space arcs and the arriving alien ET cedars. They're called cedars like S 
E-E-D-E-R-S. That's what he's referring to. Meaning this is like the ancient astronaut theory that we've talked about <clears throat> that I've done whole studies on. You could key in just ancient astronaut or astronaut in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com where I've went over that. I went over that in a very recent study as well because this keeps coming up over and over. And it keeps coming up regarding this whole thing going on in the Ukraine. So when they say cedars, it's that they came here to seed our planet with you know, human life and animal life and these types of things. They're, they're our creators. They're the ancient astronauts that were actually here that we got everything messed up with the Bible because they are our creators. They're going to claim they are Elohim, which is in the Old Testament. It's translated, I think I got it in here, over 2,346 times as God, capital G, in the Old Testament. Elohim translates as God. And that's what they're saying they are. But the Old Testament and this God of the Bible is just a lie. And they keep... It's amazing because they never attack Buddhism, uh, Zoroastrianism, Hinduism, Islam. They never attack any. The only religion that they ever seem to be concerned about is the religion, the, the well, the Christian religion, but the Bible is what they attack. And you're going to see here that they go and they are, are kind of like agreeing with the Bible regarding the flood narrative, but then they go and they, and they just absolutely twist scripture with what these arcs, what the ark of Noah actually really was. It's pure blasphemy, pure blasphemy. And we're going to go over Elohim and um, a lot of the things that they are talking about here because there's just so much lies and deception. It is just unbelievable to just, just try to repackage this seven minute video to unpack it. I'm sorry. So let's go ahead and, and, and play this now. What is the great reveal and why can't it be stopped? Who are the cedars and how are they connected with the giant space arcs which have been found in Ukraine, Russia, Brazil, the US and around the now globe? Now remember that concept, the cedars. These are the aliens that came here again and seeded life on the planet. Now they're claiming though that that was done through these the space arcs that we talked about in a previous study. And that that's a big reason that, that they're saying that Russia invaded Ukraine because there's two of these space arcs one near kiev and one near near more near crimea um and the one near crimea they're saying is is primarily it's um a repository of i believe plant life they're saying from like i'm sure maybe that once existed on this planet and then other planets that could greatly benefit humanity and all this other stuff so <clears throat> They're claiming there's space arcs all over the planet. <clears throat> Bermuda Triangle, one off the coast of Washington, one here it looks like in, uh, I think the, uh, looks like Texas or no, maybe New Mexico. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> Brazil, Russia, 
I'll just back that up a, a little bit here. The US and around the globe. Why are these ancient arcs activating now? And what is their purpose? They're claiming that these arcs are activating and that they're starting to come back online and that this is in preparation for disclosure that they've got to fully be activated come back online and then when disclosure this alien disclosure actually happens they're going to rise up out of the ground that they're in and you know be visible you know i don't know how long how far they're going to rise up if it's going to be you know a thousand feet or whatever and it's going to be like multiple 900 pound gorillas in the room that you can't ignore <clears throat> and that's what's going to initiate the disclosure now i'm not saying that's the case i'm not saying they're even real I'm, I'm i'm not but but if it does happen i do not want my listeners to to be unaware of this because this would be a gigantic device of satan this story begins far back in humanity's past writings from ancient Sumer tell of utnapishtim surviving an ancient flood through an ark carrying humans, animals, and plant seeds for the renewal of life. An almost identical story appears in the Hebrew Bible where Noah was commanded by God to build an ark carrying two animals of every kind, plant seeds, and his immediate family to restart civilization. Similar stories of a great flood and arks being used to restart life appear in almost all ancient there was only one ark okay now they since all life spawned from noah and the animals on that ark those the people that propagated from noah's line would obviously take that story across wherever the planet wherever they ended up settling now the story is obviously going to be different for different cultures most likely because you know you try to pass something down unless it's in actual writing which it may not have been it might have been a lot of times i've heard that in the old older old old times everything was passed on via oral tradition like passed down from you know father to son and you're gonna mess stuff up i mean they they've seen they've done studies where um you know you you tell one secret and you're at a table with a whole bunch of people and you go around and by the time that secret comes back to the first person, it's nowhere even near. And that was just in one room of people. Now, these, but these stories are similar. They're very, very similar. And, and that actually adds a lot of authenticity to the Bible. But it was Noah's Ark that actually did that see they're going to try to ride in on the coattail you, you can't deny these stories from all these different cultures about a great flood you can't there there's too many there's too numerous so what satan tries to do is come in and ride the coattails of essentially the biblical account of noah but then warp it and pervert it and twist it and that's what we're seeing here and, and man is this a doozy cultures but were these arcs simple wooden constructions built by humans in primitive times or... Again, it was only one arc. Okay, one. That was it. That's all it took. One. But he's already already seen arcs. So he's already throwing 
doubt on scripture. Like, oh no, it was like everybody had an ark, you know. It was a common thing. There was a, hundreds and hundreds of arcs. Or were they, and were they really wooden? Were they really built by hand? Or were they actually alien, shiny spacecraft? That's basically, you know, again, um, twisting scripture, adding to scripture, taking away from scripture. Go to the, the last part of the book of Revelation. And what he's doing, what this fork-tongued devil, Michael Solly, is doing, is adding to the scripture and taking away. And the Bible says if you take away from scripture, God will take away your part out of the book of life. I don't even know if that guy's human or, or whatever. He's he's pure evil. But like I said, he is on the spear tip of this alien disclosure movement. And what it's really, really all about is getting you to doubt the Bible and the Christian faith in particular. It's all about that at the end of the day. Times, all advanced technological craft linked to the Elohim the mysterious creators of life. Oh, we're, so, so were these actually alien craft linked to the Elohim? All these arcs, again, we, we've just now went totally insane off what the Bible says, added to the word of God. Was it linked to the Elohim? These, these basically are benevolent alien space creators. So the Elohim, and I'll just do this real quick here. What does the Old Testament Hebrew term Elohim mean? Again, the KJV translates Elohim, God, capital G, 2,346 times in the Old Testament. When we read about God in the Old Testament, we are reading the translation of the Hebrew term Elohim. It is important that we understand the understanding of the meaning of the word and how it's used in scripture. The name commonly used for God in the Old Testament is the Hebrew word Elohim. It's also found in the singular form El and Elah. Whenever we find the English word God used in the Old Testament, it is a translation of this Hebrew word Elohim or one of its forms. The word is used in the first verse of the Bible. When it says, in the beginning, God, which is the Hebrew word Elohim, created the heavens and the earth. The noun Elohim is plural, but it always is used with a singular verb when it speaks of the true God. This indicates a unity and a plurality within the nature of God. This unity and diversity is revealed in scripture as the doctrine of the Trinity. One God who exists in three distinct persons or centers of consciousness, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But they're going, see, they, they've got to try to corrupt the first verse of the Bible saying, no, that God they're talking about, obviously Michael Salio would tell you, was the benevolent E.T. ancient astronaut creator gods that created us. Again, Satan coming in and trying to take something for credit that God did. And the, he goes on to say the ancient creator gods, the Elohim, what, what, what were these? Well, and it's, and it's in plurality. So they could say, oh, well, it was this, I think you're going to hear later it was this, um, Maybe this council of nine or something. Many different aliens that, that actually, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and listen a little bit more to this. these lies from the pit of hell. An expert remote viewing team recently targeted Noah's Ark and found it to be... Okay, now, 
an expert remote viewing team, which is one of the most demonic, evil, wicked things you could be in. It's just a notch below astral projection, which is going, which is what witches do when they go out of their body and they astral project their spirit to wherever they're going. It's symbolic of when you see a witch on a broomstick. That's symbolic of her spirit traveling, flying. Now, I believe there, there's, you know, that could be a literal thing as well, depending on how much power the witch has. But that when you see a witch on a broomstick, it's portrayed that way. That's symbolic of her astral, typically it's her astral projecting. I've had several witches try to come in here and astral project to kill us. I've told those stories over and over. Jasmine, just getting Jasmine, the black-eyed witch. There's been many more. Try to kill us, Taylor and myself. Um, <clears throat> if you want to know more about that, also go to Supernatural, just key in Supernatural in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and then key in Jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N. Um, I don't know. I've lost track. Remote viewing is when you don't go out of body, but you kind of do in a way you're you're actually in one spot in your um you're supposedly viewing things in different parts of the earth or space or things like this. It's again totally demonic, totally something that would be under the guise of witchcraft. And whenever I see anybody saying they remote viewed this or they went to the future or whatever, I just don't even look at it. It's garbage. It's lies. But this is what they're evidently basing things off of. Remote viewers. So I'm just going to back up a hair here. Recently targeted Noah's Ark and found it to be an advanced metallic submersible spaceship. So that's what Noah's Ark is, according to these demonically possessed remote viewers. Oh, they're, they're the first person I believe. I mean, you know, what's not to like about that? The idea of space arc saving humans in times of planetary disaster are not limited to Earth. In 1984, the CIA sponsored a remote viewing exercise with Joe McMonagall and other RV veterans to discover what happened during a planetary disaster on Mars sometime during the last million years. Ah, so they had remote viewing to discover, and evidently they had to go back in time, what happened on Mars in a great planetary disaster on Mars. So, okay, what, what did happen? What happened on Mars? Million years. The remote viewing team found that the Martian survivors left on massive metallic space arcs that landed on Earth thereby starting a new civilization amongst the primitive indigenous human population. Oh, I guess they had already seeded the primitive, primitive like the cavemen, because you got to have that, the whole evolution aspect in there too. You got to have the whole, we evolved, yeah, they, they seeded us, but then they kind of reseeded us again here. And then now they're portraying our benevolent creators as these, these alien things that seeded all life on the planet. And then, but it was... A lot of it was spawned from this, uh, Mars got hit with like a meteor and they launched these space arcs out into space to seed other planets so that the, the, um, uh, the disaster that took place on Mars, um, they had to get off the planet. Population. 
Did the Elohim provide the space arcs which evacuated the Martian survivors, just as they had done on Earth in oh. the time of ancient Sumer and with Noah? Oh, the human. So they're taking absolute total credit for everything God did. They're basically saying that no, Noah didn't build an ark. They gave him a nice shiny spaceship UFO ark. And then all the other arcs that were on the planet, they did that too. So again, it's always about just trying to discredit God, call God a liar, call the Bible a liar. That's what it's always about. They, they, don't, they're, they're, they don't care about anything else because all other isms, Hinduism, Mormonism, you name the ism, are typically based on lies. So they're already in Camp Satan, the other false religions out there. Only true Bible-believing Christianity that, you know, actually believes in the Bible, the Word of God. That's the their only enemy they've really got to worry about. In particular, the KJV, KJV Bible. That's their main enemy they have got to focus in on. And they do. They do because I'm sure probably a lot of the Bible versions out there now are just so watered down. You know, you you might not even have a creation event. I don't I don't even know. They get more and more watered down all the time. But again, it's always about discrediting the Bible, adding to or taking away from Scripture. Ancient Sumer and with Noah, and whatever happened to these immense arcs? Are they still on Earth and buried in remote locations? Okay, now let's stop there. And I'm going to back up. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and do this now. Did you notice it said that there was this big, big cataclysmic event that happened on Mars? And that prompted them to launch all these space arcs into space and seed Earth with, you know, essentially humanity and these types of things. Or at least, you know, they're, they're always going to take credit for being our creators. And I'm like, hmm. That's amazing because that's exactly what the final scene from Mission from Mars teaches. The show um, Mission from Mars. And I'm just going to play a little bit of that here. I'm actually watching it and I'm, I give you the link. You can watch it yourself. And I'm going to describe to you what, what's going on in this scene. This is the final scene where the astronauts that were on Mars are like taken aboard the alien mothership. It actually shown what how humanity was actually created. They're actually finally told the truth. They're finally told, you know, who our creators are, what happened. And they're, they're, it's given in like an animation type of visual thing where this benevolent, gigantic alien is showing them how we were formed and, and how we evolved and all of this other garbage. It is the exact thing that Michael Salia is spewing now in this video. So I said, there's so much to unpack here in this seven minute video. So here it's showing Mars, I believe. The aliens showing them what Mars looked like, I don't know, a, a quadrillion billion years ago, I'm sure. Oh, and it shows this really nice looking, sweet looking, large, kind of like a gray alien, but it's got more of a, um, I don't know, more of a, uh, a lot more tan, 
a lot more. I, I guess she's been hitting the tanning booth a lot more lately. Um, she's looks like she's been in one of those really those the good beds that are like you know has like the double bulbs and their UVB and she's she's got a nice glow to her. Anyway, uh, she's all sparkly and so sweet looking, and and she's showing them all this stuff, and she looks sad because she's going to show them what happened to her planet Mars a quad quadrillion years ago. And they're all looking up at her in adoration. Oh. With the, with the wonderful music in the background. Now they're looking at Mars. Now see, you have to understand, this is like a big panoramic, like IMAX theater type of thing that they're being shown. Okay, so I believe they're looking at Mars. And, oh, okay, the, 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 the okay. I got I, I started a little bit ahead because I, I wanted to keep this as short as possible. But Mars had already been hit by this meteor, and so she—that's when she, why she was sad because oh no, my my planet is whatever. So then it shows Mars exploding with all of these arcs, hundreds of them looks like, and these arcs are being sent out because Mars is no longer inhabitable. Because it got hit by this meteorite, okay? And the arcs end up going all over the universe. It shows going most of them going into the Milky Way. I'm sure seed other planets and this type of thing. But uh, I think at least, I think one then ends up going to Earth. And again, that's what's seeding um, everything on Earth. So they're watching all these arcs, these space arcs. Out into space from Mars. This is like 80 gazillion years ago. And they're going into the Milky Way. And what about the Crab Nebulae, though? What, what about that? Why, why is... Why are they just all going to the Milky Way? And I don't mean the candy bar. Ah, uh, but one... One precious space arc. You have to understand, this movie is like... I mean, what? 20 years old? At least, I'm looking at the comments. So beautiful, an emotional scene, wonderful music. I can feel the majesty of the universe. As I'm sure I'm not alone. I mean, these people are really falling for this hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> I got some oceanfront property in Arizona that I want to sell you. Oh man, yes, 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 yes. So anyway, um, let's go back to the old movie here. There's this shiny space arc, just like their kind of Michael Salia depicts them, and it's going toward Earth. Only one went to Earth. The others went into the Milky Way. So now the, the benevolent, wonderful, feminine-looking alien is showing them, oh, you know what she's showing them? She reaches into her chest. That implies it's her DNA. And she opens her palm and a double helix DNA comes up out of her palm. See, when I've described this scene before, I've missed a lot of stuff. A double helix DNA strand comes out of her palm. What have I been talking about for like, you know, two and a half, well, way longer than that, but this COVID shots, how it literally rewrites and deletes genes in the DNA. It's right in the patents. 
And only God knows what it's doing to our DNA or what other possible foreign DNA is in there. Well, the Bible does say in Daniel, they, and it's some other race, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. And this is regarding the end times that we're moving into and are in. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave, meaning aptly fit. And I think this is why we're seeing this explosion now of these Nephilim children, these black-eyed babies. Sweet Tooth was predicting that from Netflix, from these COVID kill shots. Obviously, you're not going to see anything about this on the news. They're going to suppress every bit of that. Just like they suppress the death statistics. They supp they're suppressing all the people dying. You're going to think nothing's going on or nothing's wrong. And then nobody's dying. Cancer rates are exploding. There are so many things right now they are suppressing. And they're sure going to keep images of those black-eyed children off. I saw one the other day where these where juniors starting to grow up. And it's accelerated in growth. I mean, it looks like he's like a baby that's like an adolescent almost. It's weird, 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 weird. But I couldn't verify that one. But there's, there's, but again, the videos that are out there, it's multiple, one after another, after another, after another. These video clips of these kids, you know, holding their head up at one day or, or walking at a one month or whatever. It's just over and over. I've played them before. I've got a whole file on it right now. So I believe this is the, the primary way they're doing it this time. The way they did it in Noah's day is the sons of God saw the daughters of man. They took them wise out. They basically, you know, raped these women. I mean, maybe the women were willing. I don't know. But they're going about it a different way this time. They have to. They just, they're, they're, it's too, too bold. I don't believe God was going to permit them to do what they did in Noah's day. It had to be done a different way where man actually volunteered no i'll take the kill shot i'll do it i'll mingle myself I'll, I'll let them mingle their seed with me i'm seeing just i'm sorry i've just seen way too much in the past two and a half years to not think that there is an incredibly nefarious and evil purpose with these shots that goes far beyond just even depopulation so this alien is this large uh, bronze alien maybe she's using like the tanning cream like the the you know they're expensive though those tanning creams they can really run you some money on those i, I hope she's not over budgeted anyway so she's uh, got the uh, dna strand in her hand as they're looking at the ark going to earth this is like you know again 90 quadrillion years ago i'm sure but she's showing what's in the ark is her DNA that's on the ark that's going to seed planet Earth. So again, we're created from aliens. We're created from alien DNA is the clear indicator. We are your creators. No, God didn't just create Adam and all the animals and all the birds and all the fish. No, God didn't do that. God didn't create Adam out of the dust. No, he didn't do that. He didn't crave Eve out of the rib from Adam. No. No. We did it. It's always about getting you to doubt the word of God. Because at the end of the day, what this, what Satan's ultimate goal is, and I've said this, you know, many, many times, 
is getting you into hellfire. That's all he cares about at the end of the day. He knows that's his destination. He knows the lake of fire is his destination. I should be more specific there. And he wants as many, as much company as possible in the lake of fire. And that's what this is all about. And they got the nice music playing in the background, the orchestra. And, oh, wow. Oh, I'm so disarmed. Oh, she looks so sweet. This big bronze gray alien looking like thing. And she shows this is mother creator goddess thing weird. So there's the DNA strand. Oh, and then she takes the DNA and she puts her hand up to the to the uh, the space arc and it goes into the space arc. That exactly confirming the, what I just said. So they're going to seed planet Earth with their wicked corrupt. What was Prometheus about? Well, that freak looking albino weird nephilim giant creature that's standing on the side of some rushing river in like, you know, Earth circa 19 quadrillion years ago. And he drinks this black goo. Oh, imagine that. We haven't talked about that any. And then the black goo instantly like disintegrates him. And he falls into this river. This rushing river. Okay, this is Prometheus. Another alien show. And it's showing that it's all black and yucky. And then all of a sudden, the, the the DNA, though, evidently, even though it's evil and corrupt and weird and wicked, it just starts conforming into like this other DNA. It starts to transform into good DNA. And that DNA is what seeded humanity. Because, hey, if you believe what they say, the rain rained on the rocks for billions of years and, you know, lightning hit. And out of that, the lightning formed some primor out of the primordial goose or ooze or whatever formed some two cell amoeba that formed into, you know, a fish that formed into whatever Piltdown man or monkey man or whatever lamb boy. And that's how we evolved. So it's, they're all kind of similar, but the thing is, is God is not the author of confusion. See, I, I don't, all I need is the Bible to know what happened. But they've got all these different derivations and versions and because they're of their father, the devil, and he's a liar from the beginning. And obviously he's going to try to keep you in total confusion about this whole subject. A lot of this has to do also, guys, with if you believe that the, the earth is billions of years old. A lot of it has to do with that. Because if they can convince you the earth is billions of years old, who knows what happened a billion years ago? The whole gap theory thing? I don't teach that. I do not. I saw. I heard a guy the other day on the radio. Um, I think it's the guy that has the ark. The ark in Kentucky. He did about five minutes. And I, I don't listen. I don't know about every bit of his theology, but he did about five minutes where he destroyed the gap theory. They brought up so many points that would just destroy and annihilate old earth gap theory stuff. <laughs> I mean, it was... I've heard Ken Hovind do it too. We're going to talk more about that a little bit later. And Ken Hovind's got a lot of problems now, but boy, his earlier stuff I think was some of... amazing. And I was like... Wow, I wish I had I could have played that five minute clip on on my audio because it was so amazing. 
It's just things you might not have ever thought about, about old earth or, or this gap theory thing. I, I, a lot of it, a lot of this alien stuff is dependent, I'm telling you, on getting you to believe the earth is millions of years old or whatever. So if you're already in that mindset, the gap theory or the people that are, they're going to be, they're going to, man, they're going to be the ones that are, are very more easily sucked into believing this lie that I'm talking about right now. Let's go further. So there, the, the space arc is going to Earth. It's, it's, it's going to Earth now. Now remember, this is millions of years ago. Okay. okay, so it hits the water. Again, it's always about the water because what is evolution based on? Well, if you really, really believe, you know, Big Bang and then, you know, Earth formed and then the rain rained on the rocks and it formed the primordial ooze and then lightning hit it and then out of the primordial ooze you know the two salt amoeba and and they're showing here now it hitting the water it hitting the oceans and these um these like these little microorganisms these alien with alien dna hit the water and now they're in the ocean and that's where they're actually starting to evolve so it's very very um symbiotic with the whole evolution thing but see this is this is taking evolution to a different level this is taking this is intelligent design which is taught in the schools which actually is what this is based off of this is the ancient astronaut theory darwinism doesn't actually teach the alien part but see they're adding to that because they figure hey if you buy it you buy into darwinism let's give you a little bit let's give you the real truth which is actually just one more layer of lies oh and the amoeba turned into some kind of weird fish turn into some type of lizard they come on land oh and then they turn into alligators oh and then the alligators turn into dinosaurs oh and then pterodactyls well there's pterodactyls with them oh and then they turn into woolly mammoths and then the woolly mammoths turn into buffalo Oh, and then there's we finally see man. Okay. Because he finally had a chance to evolve. And that's your little bedtime story fantasy there. So it's showing all this and then it's zooming back out again. It's it's zooming out from Earth. And the aliens and all, so all the astronauts have seen this now. They've finally been shown the truth. Oh, and then the alien wants to hold one of their hands. It's so peaceful. So they all start holding hands like in a circle. I imagine they're going to summon Lucifer any second. I think it'd be apropos if they did. So they're forming a circle. They're all holding hands, including the alien. And Mother Gaia Earth is in the center. And they've finally been shown the truth. Just seeing if there's anything more here. Now there, I th anyway. That's what I really wanted you. It's the exact thing that Michael Salia, at least at least part of the lie that he just went into in the video we just heard. Now we're gonna go further. 
We're going to go further. Um, so the, again, we're going back to the Michael Salia a deceptive video, and I'm just going to back it up just a hair here. So we can kind of, uh, yeah, let's back it up a little bit more. All right. In this human population, did the Elohim provide the space arcs which evacuated the Martian survivors just as they had done on Earth in the time of ancient Sumer and with Noah? And whatever happened to these immense arcs? Are they still on Earth and buried in remote locations? In 1974, world-renowned paranormal researcher Andrea... Paranormal. You always know that this is a guy that's got a really close relationship with God. If he's a paranormal researcher, typically these are the most... They're always involved in some kind of occult practice, these types of things. And... Um, he was mostly known for bringing metal bender Yuri Geller to the U.S. to have him studied at the Stanford Research Institute. So this guy, I believe, could bend metal from afar, like spoons and things of this nature. I believe, you know, obviously the way he's doing it is through some type of demonic power or energy. Um, he also wrote the book Yuri about his unusual experiences with this controversial man, including the extraterrestrials that contacted them and the UFOs they witnessed together. So we're we're going to cite a very, very demon-infested guy as the next um, as the next source of truth. Renowned paranormal researcher Andrea Puharic led channeling sessions in a Faraday... Oh, channeling sessions! Now, I can't, I can't say anything against channeling. I mean, it's, it's biblical. I mean, it's biblical to channel devils and demons and talk to them and you know oh oh let's channel um dearly departed uncle jed oh he's here he's here after after you know jed died last year or something oh jed if it's you knock three times boom 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 oh jed's here jed if it's really you blow out this candle oh the candle blows out what is that for satan these are called familiar spirits, okay? And they are familiar with a person because they infested that person their whole life. And they can go into somebody if they invite them in like these channelers and the voice can sound the same, the inflections can sound the same, they can know everything about you because that spirit possessed Uncle Jed his whole life and knew everything about his wife. That's... That's how it works, okay? That's why channeling is so um, deceptive and evil. You're doing things that God forbids. God forbids witchcraft to be done. And that is well, well, well under the guise of witchcraft, channeling. Okay, so he's a, he's a master uh, channeler, I guess. ...sessions in a Faraday cage in Ossining, New York, involving a mysterious council of nine. Many VIPs. So he's channeling this Council of Nine, which are these etheric, alien-like beings, evidently, that are, um, you'll hear more about here in a second. Council of Nine. Many VIPs attended the Council of Nine channeling sessions and asked questions, including Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek. The VIPs were told that 24 extraterrestrial civilizations were responsible for seeding human life on Earth. Well, there you go. 
There you go. 24. And it shows this round table of all these different alien races. And they're our creators, actually. It's not just, you know, the one like that was portrayed in, in Mission to Mars. No, no, no. There's 24. Yeah. We're their little science project. And see, we've messed things up so bad that they've got to come back and police their little science project. But it's all good because they're going to take us from the old world order and the new world order. From the age of Aquarius and the, or the age of Pisces and the age of Aquarius. They're going to dispel all the, all the things we've been deceived about the Christian religion. They're going to get rid of the wicked cabal and they're going to bring in the good guy cabal. Yeah, they're going to be ascended masters. Yeah, there's going to be good aliens. But we'll have our human representatives according to them. It's probably going to be done through something like Nasera Gesera, where we'll go to a gold-backed currency possibly for at least a time. We'll get free med beds and all the goodies and all the stuff they promised, just kind of like V was promising the, the miniseries, at least initially. However, they can get their evil foot in the door. And that is the way that I've been saying for over a decade, pretty much the way things are going to probably go down or some derivation of it. I can't be, I can't know 100% for sure, but that's how it appears increasingly, even to this day, that that is going to happen. Atlantis, the ancient Hebrews, and many different cultures were influenced by one or more of these. Oh, the ancient Hebrews. Oh, like the, the with the Bible. Yeah, but they just got that all wrong. They're, the the Elohim see were aliens. It wasn't God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. The Ark was actually a space Ark. Noah didn't even build it. Even the Bible says he built it. And it wasn't made out of wood. It was made out of metal. And it's still buried here somewhere to this day. And it actually carried the nephilim alien dna and and yeah it carried the animals and it carried carried the humans and everything but you know there are creators with the these aliens with the alien dna so i mean you know it's all good the races the cedars or elohim possessed the genetics of human animal and plant life that was constantly being modified and seeded throughout our galaxy <laughs> and beyond the cedars were helped in their galactic seeding experiments by other extraterrestrial races, yeah. but also opposed by powerful... It's kind of funny. Every time they come up with the Bible, though, they're always obsessed with corrupting the seed of God, like Genesis 6, or when they were Bible, when they were giants in the promised land that, you know, the Israelites had to deal with. It's kind of funny because they were always obsessed with corrupting things just kind of like today with all the gmo stuff and all the cloning of stuff and all the the hybridization of of animals and plants and humans and all the stuff that that goes on behind closed doors that you know we're probably not even we're, we're not privy to yeah i don't see them being these benevolent creators that seeded space with all of these things i see them being evil malevolent corruptors of anything that God did, does and did because they're evil and they're wicked. And that's one way they get back at God by corrupting his creation. World groups, 
the extraterrestrial races that oppose the cedars included reptilian oh. and gray aliens oh no so the reptilians and the gray aliens opposed the cedars oh this isn't like alien good cop bad cop though right no it's no what what am i thinking no see you always gotta have a bad guy always gotta have a bad guy that you can blame stuff on and see the reptilians and the, and the bad ETs are the ones that are causing all this problem on planet Earth right now. The good ETs really, really want to break through and help us. But we got to accept them. We got to invite them in. Like you invite a vampire through your front door, he can't come in. Yeah, it's a little like that. Humanity has to collectively do that. We haven't quite reached the point yet, but I don't think we're quite desperate enough. Maybe when we get to $10 a gallon gas and there's no food anywhere and maybe we've got World War III raging, and again, this is the exact scenario I predicted for about 15 years, that would bring us to disclosure and the actual start of the tribulation. Maybe we got to have all that for us to be desperate enough to openly accept these devils as that are going to pose as our saviors and creators. I don't know. I mean, I, I could be crazy. I don't know. Those affiliated with a formidable spiritual entity called Lucifer. Oh, so the eight. So, okay, let me get this straight. You got the reptilians and you got the greys and they're affiliated with a horrible, malevolent, evil thing called Lucifer. Hmm. So those bad guys, you good guys. Michael Sally is on the side of the good guys. Wow. So they're going to play the Lucifer card. <laughs> they're going to commingle that with the grays. Oh, man. Like I said, I have never seen. I'm only to the, almost the four minute mark here. I got to get about the seven minute mark. I have never seen a video that has more high-level advanced deception we're talking soul damning deception packed into a seven minute video in my life lucifer is worshipped by powerful elite human groups who are dedicated to suppress says freemasons and jesuits and they're and they're dedicated to to suppressing all the good all the good um technology that our benevolent space brothers and creators want to give us elite human groups who are dedicated to suppressing and hiding okay so they're showing a, a picture of one of these med beds that i've talked about problem is with the med beds you got to give them your dna up front and then they they basically supposedly they fix your dna and when you go in there the next day then you get the upgrade you get you're, they've already purified, supposedly purified your DNA, and now you're going to get the good stuff. I would not let a alien devil race that's going to say, oh, give me all these deceptions. I would not let them um, put me in a med bed. I would not trust them. I would not trust if I came out of that, that I would be fully human because it is totally modifying your DNA. You could have totally, oh, it's funny, I feel great. I just got out of this med bed. I don't have heart disease anymore. I feel 20 years younger. I don't have any more aches or pains. 
It's really funny that I have no desire for God all of a sudden, but hey, what does it matter? Because there are benevolent creators anyway, and <laughs> there is no God, obviously, so, you know, I'm good. Advanced knowledge and technologies that can help... Zero-point energy, as I've talked about of that, suppressed, yes. And, and zero-point energy has been suppressed. Um, but this is all the these are all the goodies that we're going to get if we just accept our ascended master creator brethren that are coming humanity evolve in the council of nine channeling sessions roddenberry and others were told that the cedars could return as early as the mid-1970s all that was required for the return of the cedars was that humanity would be ready to welcome them rather than oppose them out of fear and ignorance However, global elites and their ET allies have long been manipulating public opinion through the mass media to perceive extraterrestrials at large as a threat. Ah, through Hollywood and stuff. So, see, they're really our friends, but they want us to be afraid of them, so we'll never accept them. Gene Roddenberry's prime directive comes from the Galactic Federation of Worlds a group working closely with the Cedars. The Cedars will not directly interfere in human affairs or with our free will. Oh, right. Yet yeah. to ensure that the end of this current 12,000 year cycle does not again result mm, Again, in the... that totally questions the Bible because 12,000 years is, you know, yeah. But they're saying we're, we're near the end of this catastrophe, this 12,000 year cycle. And, if we don't change and amend our ways and, and if we keep following the, the wicked reptilians and the evil cabal, then we'll have to, probably that's, that's one of their not so subtle threats. Catastrophic demise of humanity, a plan was- Oh, infinite. and they're equating that to the previous fall of Atlantis, which was actually when the flood happened because the Nephilim were all wiped out. That's why God had to wipe out the whole planet because the Nephilim the men of old, the men of renown, the fallen angels at the, and, and the fallen angel daddies had taken over the whole planet, essentially. So God had to hit the reset button, start off with pure DNA lineage in the ark, animals two by two, Noah, the eight people on the ark, because the DNA of humanity had been corrupted. It's kind of funny, it's the exact opposite of what they're portraying here. They're saying, oh, our DNA form. No, it didn't, devil. You fork tongue lying devils. I'm 0% alien, okay? 0%. But see, they want to introduce their DNA into our genome. They want to modify our DNA because they know if they can modify your DNA and you're not fully human, and I believe they're primarily doing that through the COVID shots at this point. If you're not fully human and you're a cyborg, meaning part machine because of all the nanotech in you, well... I don't think that bodes well for salvation, you know, because Nephilim can't be saved. Now, I don't want to go into the whole thing. If you got the kill shot, you can't be saved. Okay, I'm not going to go there. I'm not saying it unsaves you, but it's sure not something I would mess around with. <laughs> I mean, and if it's this important for Satan to get it in you, look at all the effort that's been expended to the kill shot and is still being accept, uh, put toward it. Well, then it must be really, really, really wicked and evil if it's that important to Satan. 
Waves of evolved extraterrestrial beings volunteered to incarnate into human bodies on Earth. Oh, so extraterrestrial beings volunteered to incarnate. Well, that would kind of imply they are Nephilim and on some level. If that were, if there was any truth to that, and I do think there's some truth to it, because we'll we'll see what they're going to say next. Guide from within, according to the highly respected Andromeda contactee Alex Collier, two hundred million of these volunteer star seeds are currently on Earth. Oh, isn't that wonderful? So, see, they've already incarnated into babies and children that are growing up right now these demon seed devils, and they're here to bring us again from the old world order into the new world order. Although only two and a half percent of the Earth's total population, the seeders have calculated that this number is sufficient to bring about a desired positive outcome. Uh, the great awakening, they're calling it. These star seeds that are already, they walk among us. They're basically like walk-ins. They're, they're, you know, demonic walk-in children that have extra special capabilities many of the times. We're going to talk about it in a second. They're called star children or indigo children. And this is a big, big part that's already been pre-positioned here on planet Earth in order to when disclosure happens, you're going to have so many of these little devils coming out pointing to these ascended masters or however however they present themselves pointing to the arcs and point it is going to be a deception if if god permits it to go down if god because it's up to god it is going to be a deception on a level that none of us that none of humanity since adam and eve has ever seen it will be it, i believe it will far exceed any deception that any of us have ever witnessed Today, the cedars have returned to our solar system. And now, hold on. Let's 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 back up a sec. I did a teaching back in 08, 2008, okay, 14 years ago, on the subject, and I called it the Indigo and Star Children Exposed, Part One, Two, and Three. I give you the links right here in the PDF for March 28th, 2022. I'm just going to read you the table of contents because I, here's the problem. I could go back and cover this all later, but I want to do it when it's fresh in the video. To the new age occultist, every 2,160 years of cyclic time welcomes a new age that advances a new global revelation. Supposed enlightened humans serve as planetary light bearers who have broken free from, in this case, the age of Pisces, the mean old bad age of pisces where jesus dominated ascended master jesus though to them or esau sananda emmanuel that's what they call him key and master jesus in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i'll tell you all about him it's not the jesus of the bible anyway who have broken free in this case from the age of pisces to forge its place in the age of aquarius this age of cosmic or christ consciousness is distinguished by group interplay and idealism, a.k.a. the New World Order. Each emerging New Age boasts a savior, most likely in this case it'll be Maitreya, to lead the world into discovery of, the, of its higher self. 
Today, evolution from embryo God to Christhood through multiple reincarnations is no more clearly evident than the phenomenon of the indigo crystal star rainbow children. They're, they're called different things. Like some are called indigo children, some are called crystal children, some are called star children, rainbow children. These children are said to be highly evolved. Remember, they were just saying there's like already 200 million of them on the planet. Well, could this be all the alien breeding stuff that's went on? Isn't it weird? Like, you know, you've got like 3% of the population of the U.S. Have, have admitted that they've been abducted. And many of them have been, the women have been impregnated. And it's always a focus on the sexual reproductive organs of these millions that have been abducted. Are they all crazy? Are they all nuts? And isn't it weird how a lot of them have said, I was impregnated and I was like two months pregnant or three months and I knew I was. I mean, I, I was, my, my, I had a positive pregnancy test. And then all of a sudden, one night I get reabducted and the baby's gone. Well, where did those babies all end up? Well, maybe this is it. I've talked a lot about it. That one guy that did that study, they walk among us. Key it in in Amazon. They walk among us. That doctor that interviewed, I don't even know how many people that were, that basically claim to be hubrids, which are a quarter like devil, a quarter alien, and three quarters human. True hybrids are half and half, and they're too, they look too much like an alien to actually be seen out in public. But hubrids are only a quarter alien, and they've got all these abilities like these star children do. Isn't that weird? Well, do you think they did this breeding program and that's been going on for decades and decades and decades and all these millions of people that have been abducted? Do you think they did that for like no reason at all? You don't think they might might have tried to reintroduce them back into humanity and amalgamate them into humanity for the appointed day when disclosure might happen? They've already got their kind of their satanic troops already pre-positioned. Nah, I mean, I doubt anything, you know. Again, I have just done mega studies on this. Like, I don't know, four, five, six, seven mega studies on this particular subject where we've went into this and i just um i don't know you know just wanted to touch on it a little okay now i haven't talked man i haven't talked about the star children or, or the indigo children in a long time like i said this was back in 08 okay so like was it 14 years ago yeah um it's very very compatible with walking among us is what it's called i'm sorry walking among us the alien plan to control humanity now this guy is not a christian but he's done more in-depth research on this subject than anybody i think on the planet at least an independent researcher it's david m jacobs phd it's a series of audios on cds now i don't know you can probably get it in any kind of format now and a lot of it to be quite honest a lot of it's boring a lot of it's pretty it gets to the point of just being matter of fact uh but boy there's some real nuggets in there and i'm just going to read you the some of the back cover okay because it heavily relates to this indigo star children phenomenon that they've supposedly been implanted within humanity Walking Among Us is a chronicle of human experience that contradicts every current theory about the universe that we think and live in. 
Jacob's human observers have experienced a concealed reality that is literally next door for some of us, meaning they can live right next door to you and you not even know it. And he believes he is about to interact secretly and insidiously, and believes that they are about to uh, interact secretly and insidiously and insidiously with the rest of us walking among us explains why extraterrestrial ufos are here who is aboard them and what they're doing they're ultimately here to take over and to infiltrate humanity okay to put it mildly the evidence from the people that jacobs has interviewed shows that the extraterrestrials are up to no good oh but i thought michael salia was telling us that these stars the star seeds are, are here to help us and stuff the ones that are being implanted in humanity You'll find walking among us hard to put down. If enough of us read and pay attention to the evidence of the spoke, we might be able to avoid the disaster that is evidence protest. Now, these are all coming from, like, this guy's a PhD. Um, they're coming at it from a very secular viewpoint, not a Christian. Um, David Jacobs has written an extremely important book about UFO abductees and the meaning of their abductions. And the meaning... The ultimate meaning of these abductions is impregnation, taking the babies, modifying them, or having alien DNA put in them. Again, if they're what they call a hybrid, you can't tell them from a normal human, but they're a quarter alien devil DNA. And again, it's always about defiling the DNA. And they're going to be ambassadors or emissaries for when the big disclosure event happens, if God permits it. Another guy said, once we accept the extraterrestrial origin of UFOs and that beings can act purposely as rational beings invariably do, it's only a small step from UFO phenomenon to co-residency of two species. Well, isn't that what it was in Noah's day? Wasn't it co-residency of two species? You had the Nephilim and you had the regular humans. The Nephilim, though, were defiling the humans increasingly and subjugating them, cannibalizing them, Um, let's see here. I'm just going to see if there's any other. Yeah, I, I think, but I think you kind of get the, the point there. Um, yeah, I, I really need to re-listen to those again. I believe this whole Starseed Indigo Children stuff is these little devils being put back into the, the uh, humanity. Because that's ultimately what happens, according to David Jacobs. They're they're reamalgamated into humanity, and they're just waiting for the day. This disclosure. Okay, sorry, I had to take that call. Um, anyway, I, I think we'd said enough on on that particular subject regarding how they walk among us and how the indigo and the star children are probably going to play a major. I, again, I haven't talked about them very much since I've done that study back in '08, but that agenda hasn't gotten any less they've just had 14 more years to grow up and integrate themselves into into society and again if you want to see how they're doing it just get that walking among us from um dr uh again or david jacobs phd just do a keyword search online if, if you really want an in-depth look on how they're doing it there you go. I don't know of a more in-depth look you could possibly. Now remember, he is not coming at it from a Christian standpoint at all. So he's got to feel real super hopeless. 
because he has no answer at the end of the day. You know, there he's I, I think he's just of the opinion probably they're going to just keep increasing and they're going to impose their will on us eventually and they're going to take over. I know the truth, which is what the Bible talks about and that this is just one part of the most likely the grand deception that we're moving into. All right, so let's go further. Fleets of spacecraft and are preparing to reveal themselves. Find out how the cedars have triggered the activation of ancient space arcs hidden throughout our solar system and on Earth. Where the space arcs have been found on Earth. The latest updates about the US-Russia struggle over the Ukraine space arc. How the mysterious heat increase in Antarctica is linked to the activation of the space Yeah, did you hear about that? Like these heat waves and things that are happening in Antarctica and the, and the snow melting? I mean, I've heard about that from totally different sources. And they're saying that these space arcs, as they're turning on or something, I guess there's at least one in Antarctica. I don't know if it can cause the ice to melt or something, but I, I mean, I don't know. And arrival of the cedars. The connection between the mysterious Bujeji mountain discovery in Romania and the Cedars. The final conflict between an Earth Alliance working with the Cedars to prepare humanity for open contact and the Luciferian consortium of global elites and their alien allies desperate to stop it. So see, that's going to be the main thing. The wicked evil cabal that we're supposedly fighting now, Biden and Macron and all these other overtly wicked evil leaders, are with the bad aliens, the 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 greys and the reptilians, and it's the Luciferian consortium of global elites. And the Earth Alliance, though, is going to come with the ascended masters and the cedars are our actual creators, the good aliens. And they're going to finally reveal to humanity all the truth and all the ways we've been deceived and they're going to get rid of the wicked cabal even though they're still going to be there even like they said they're still they're still going to be there we got to have right left paradigm okay um but this is going to be the the next this is what's probably most likely going to bring us into the new world order or and, and into the seven-year tribulation period how humanity will escape the cycle of destruction and graduate into a galactic golden age. Ah, uh, where we'll be, we'll be awakened and, and we'll ascend and be as gods, the same lie in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Join Dr. Michael Sala, the world's leading expert on exopolitics, for this exciting all-new webinar intensive coming on April 9th entitled E.T. Cedars, Space Arcs, and the Great Reveal. Don't wait. Register today. And receive a free Hulk Hogan commemorative beer koozie with your order. And a Chia Pet Herb Garden. Sorry. Sorry, anyway. Um, so, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on here. Now, um, did I read all these? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I didn't. I didn't read the whole description of my indigo teaching, my my star children indigo children teaching. So, um, uh, let me, I'm just gonna back up a little bit. It says today, evolution from embryo god to Christhood through multiple reincarnations is no more clearly evident than the phenomenon. And again, if you believe in reincarnation, you can throw the whole Bible out because the Bible said it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. Okay, so. Again, constantly questioning what the Word of God says. 
Um, it's no more clearly evident than the phenomenon of the indigo, crystal, star, rainbow children. These children are said to be highly evolved, uniquely gifted youngsters whose mission is to teach their elders and thus ensure planetary transformation into a global era of peace and brotherhood. Now remember, I did this teaching back in 08. So this has been well known for a long time. I mean, it was well known way before then, too. I'm not the one that invented the information. It was just out there. These indigo children are being helped along by many witches and new agers to bring about this transformation. They would say they, we need the wisdom of the ancients. Most of these children are in contact with a spirit guide or a devil or demon. Many set forth visions and prophecies. Many use crystals, occult symbols, and idols to facilitate this process through witchcraft. Many consult with familiar spirits and participate in necromancy. One who consults with the dead, which is just a demon in disguise. All practices are forbidden in the Bible, yet they're supposedly this wonderful race of starseed children that are going to help enlighten us and bring us into the New World Order. Yeah. They're going to be part of it. We will also be looking at many Bible verses that deal with child discipline. Because I figured, hey, I was on, while I was on the subject... Child discipline, like Proverbs 16.4, which says, The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Hmm. And Psalm 58, verse 3, The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. Yeah. And much, much more. So, now, um, since we're on this subject, we, we've talked, evolution is a big part of this. The evolutionary process. Um, now, it, again, the evolution that they're going to present, though, is going to be more of the intelligent design, which is not the God of the Bible. Key in intelligent design in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, and I get in, I've done whole studies on that, how that is basically the ancient astronaut theory, how that is actually going to be used as part of this whole disclosure, deception, and lie. But Bible verses about atheists and evolution. Psalm 14.1, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt, they have done abominable works. Now this is about atheists and evolution. Because most people that believe in evolution, if you really, really believe in it, how can you really believe in, in God? It's not compatible at all. I mean, we evolve from a rock. Okay? <laughs> so is the rock my God? I mean, where primordial soup in the rock, lightning hit, mm. spark a life, I guess, and then we evolved into whatever. Mm. So most people that are believe wholeheartedly in evolution are atheists. I would, I would think, you know, unless they're commingling it with something else, like these other ancient astronaut theory stuff. But the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. Ephesians 4.18, 4, having, the having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Now, again, these are just verses that would kind of apply to mostly atheists and people that would think evolution is, is the fact. Romans 1.19 and 20. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made. Meaning 
God's creation. I mean, you can look up in the sky anymore and see the sun and, you know, the moon at night in the sky. And wow, it's just crazy that there's just the right amount of, you know, atmosphere that we need to survive and that we have gravity so we don't float out into space and that we have a slight tilt of the earth so we have seasons because without that, you know, you'd, you'd have a lot of mess up with the old growing season that, you know, all, there's all these things within the realm of creation that there is no way it could have just happened by chance is the whole point of this verse. The invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. In other words, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power in Godhead, the Trinity, okay, so that they are without excuse, meaning people that say that there's no God or what, you're without excuse. If you got two functioning brain cells rubbing together, you could figure this out. You know, there had to be a creator, okay? If, if you found a, a Rolex out in the desert and you picked it up and you're saying, this doesn't have a creator, this evolved. Well, our bodies are more, I mean, times a million probably, or probably way more than that, more complicated than a Rolex watch. Yet you would never pick up a Rolex watch and say, well, somebody didn't create this. There wasn't a creator. You would never say that about the watch, but that's what the evolutionists are saying and the atheists are saying about our bodies and about the planet Earth. It's total insanity. Again, it takes way more faith to believe in that than it does, you know, the Bible, Job 12, 7 through 10, but ask now the beasts, or they shall teach thee, and, and they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, and they shall teach thee, or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee. Just kind of how, like I was talking about like our bodies, and the sun, and the moon, and the earth, and that's kind of what they're saying here. Speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee, who knoweth not all these, that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this. That the hand of the Lord hath wrought this, obviously. There was a creator. In whose hand is the soul of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind. The earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, and all they that dwell therein. 1 Corinthians 2.14 but the nat natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit, capital S, the Spirit of God, for they are foolish, foolishness unto him. This is why somebody can have all this faith in all these asinine belief systems, because the natural man, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, nor do they want to mess around with it. For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Colossians 2.8, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. That's what evolution is. That's what atheism, atheism is. It's philosophy and vain deceit. A lot of these philosophers or whatever, or I don't know, like these guys that were like the pillars of, you know, psychiatry in these almost universally they're all devils and demons basically they're just pure evil and their philosophy and vain deceit has spoiled many and then it says after the tradition of men after the rudiments of this world and not after christ now this is just a little article that i'm going to report on here it's called the miracle of water ice water slash ice 
because water obviously ice is water but it's just frozen so ice floats if it didn't this this one thing <laughs> if ice didn't float you and i wouldn't be here that's because water is lighter as ice than in liquid form if this was not so, the lakes and the polar oceans would freeze from the bottom up and kill all aquatic creatures vital to life on Earth. Now, granted, I know you could say, well, what about on the equator where it doesn't freeze? Well, yeah, okay, but you would have swaths of uninhabitable places, which we don't have. Water is almost unique. Nearly every other substance, when it changes from liquid to solid, becomes more dense. But as water cools, it shrinks until it reaches about 39 degrees Fahrenheit. Then it expands until it freezes at about 32 degrees, and then it floats. That's why if you put ice in you know, your drink, it floats. Water itself is essential to life. The unbelievably complex cells in our biology are over half water. Up to 60% of the adult human body is water. Another recent discovery of true science is the fine-tuning of the planet Earth for the support of life. From the study of the massive cosmos to the discoveries in subatomic particle physics, it has been discovered that hundreds of factors, if, if they were only minutely changed, would immediately extinguish all living things. But yet, this just somehow happened from the Big Bang Theory, according to... But then again, the aliens are going to come along and say, no, we, they're probably going to... I don't know if they're going to say they created the universe, though. They, I don't think they claimed... I don't know if they've claimed to do that at this point. I don't know. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. Anyway, um, we call these the laws of nature. The law of gravity is one example. Everywhere in the universe, a certain amount of mass will have an exact amount of gravitational pull. Dr. Wee describes this and other laws that are so exact that any slight variation would be fatal to life as we know it. Where did the laws of nature governing everything physical come from? And more importantly, who defined them? Darwinism, evolution, cannot account for this. The laws and their present physical constraints are mysteriously just there and just right, balanced on a razor's edge. How convenient for Darwin. In most people's minds, fossils and evolution go hand in hand. In reality, fossils are a great embarrassment to the evolutionary theory, if you actually look at it deeper, and offer strong support for the concept of creation. If evolution were true, we should find millions of fossils that show one kind of life slowly and gradually changing to another kind of life. Like the whole thing where they show man like in, you know, like monkey to like more of an upright monkey to whatever pill down man or whatever till we finally get to man where are all the transitional forms in between uh, kent hoven gets into that in uh, a lot of uh, detail as well let's see here uh there are no verifiable intermediate fossils showing a clear transition from one species to another now there's such a thing as microevolution which are just adaptations to the current environment. Okay, and, and that's, but that's not, microevolution is not macro. Macro is where like, you know, monkey man turns into human being guy. Okay, that's macro. There's, there's no, there's no proof of that. Okay. 
And if there was, there would be millions and millions. I know there's been certain times where it's like, well, this proves it. One piece of a jaw they found somewhere. It's never a complete whatever, typically. Yeah, but there'd be millions over over this millions of years of period or whatever it was. You can even say thousands or whatever. You'd have millions of fossils of different species transitioning into another species if evolution we don't have that that doesn't exist instead there are no verifiable intermediate fossils showing a clear transition from one species to another if all complex life came from a single cell there should be thousands or millions of fossils demonstrating all stages of that transition but what we see is that all species appear to be fully developed as described in genesis when they show up in the fossil record, often quite suddenly. Microbiology has discovered that a single cell is more complex than a hundred space shuttles or the entire city of New York, New York, or it, with its road system, power lines, and sewage systems. And that's, that's a single cell is more complex than all that. These single cells are actually microscopic factories taking the raw materials provided by food and in the environment and converting it to the creation and maintenance of life itself. Above all, they are not just any molecular factories, but mind-boggling, highly complex, self-replicating biological factories that can reproduce identical copies of themselves. This presupposes a super designer capable of thinking up that complexity. And that super designer is God. Okay. So in its one final analysis of the origins of life, of life, faith is always required. To believe that nothing suddenly exploded into something with no help from anybody, which is the Big Bang, is an act of extreme insane faith, but not scientific observation. When we closely look at evidence, it appears far easier to believe in a creator who started it all, yet that is also an act of faith. We appear to have been given a carefully designed freedom of choice between the two. There is there is no third alternative. Increasingly trusting the creator makes more and more sense. Okay, so I'm gonna try I'm trying to get as much as I can in here before I have to end part one. This is a book called Darwin's Universe Survival for Nothing. Darwin has enchanted, and I give you a link to it here. Darwin has enchanted millions with his theory of evolution. But few stop to think about where it's all leading them. Darwinists hope to bury God in an avalanche of causeless of a causeless universe and a godless evolution. However, instead of liberating us, they plunge us into cosmic desperation. We are, we are reduced to, meaning humanity, we are reduced to from nothing, by nothing, for nothing. An accident left over from the Big Bang, evolved by a lucky chance, and here for no ultimate purpose. We just we're just walking molecules birthed through cosmic a cosmic accident, dancing to the music of our DNA, and destined to disappear in a cosmic blink. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. And we look to science and evolution for the answers. All we get is a blank look. Life has no real purpose, dude. It's all about the survival of us, the genes in us. Feeding, fending, fleeting, fathering. Just live it, live through it and get it over with. Our final destination is a hole in the ground. See, this is why people that are evolutionists are just so godless. Because live, drink for tomorrow. Live, drink, be happy today. Party today for tomorrow we die. That's exactly where Satan wants you. But in reality, we are from someone, by someone, 
for someone. Perhaps there is an unexplored and awesome universe beyond the Darwinian world of survival for nothing. Not survival of physics, survival for nothing, because you're just going to end up in a, hole, as a hole, in a hole in the ground. That's it. Right? Real science encourages us to think critically and lets us place Darwinism in the crosshairs and examine it in the light of empirical science. It is observable and is it observable and repeatable? No, Darwinism is not. If not, it's not an experimental science. And as we shall see, Darwinism is an un unobservable and unreproducible pseudoscience. This book will walk us through cosmology, biology, philosophy, and, and in the end theory, and end with theology, the queen of the sciences. Empirical science buries Darwinism and resurrects creationism. We are more than cosmic orphans lost in an accidental, uncaring, and dying universe. We are living souls made in the image of God, designed to have a wonderful relationship with our awesome creator. Okay, so that's about that book. Let's go further. Don't trust in carbon dating and other methods. How old is that fossil? Evolutionists speak with great confidence when they toss around dates related to the age of the earth and fossils. When you take a closer look at their evidence, though, great gaps appear. For example, radiocarbon dating is one of the most famous methods that they use. Um, Dr. Ken Hovind exposes many discrepancies in the dates produced by um, this method in his creation evangelism videos, which are his earlier stuff, which I highly recommend. Hoven cites an occasion where a living mollusk, a living mollusk, was dated at 2,300 years old. Oh, that's accurate. It's living. It <laughs> should be dated at like, you know, zero. Another document reported an absolute date had been obtained for a geological formation and that it's val and, and it was a value of 300,000 years plus or minus 300,000 plus years so meaning it how does that work it we, we're we could be 300,000 years off or on we we don't know we, we but we can we can put it within 300,000 years oh that's that's accurate one leg of a mammoth discovered in Alaska now remember this is the leg of the same mammoth was discovered in Alaska one leg was dated at 1500 380 years while the skin was set at 21,300 years so okay that's only like about a 6,000 year discrepancy between the leg um yeah the one leg was 15 380 years and these the skin though was 21,300 years so on the same animal, 6,000 year discrepancy, okay? Different parts of another baby mammoth were dated at 40,000 years and 26,000 years. So different parts, 40,000, 26,000, that's a 14,000 year discrepancy within the same animal. While the wood immediately around the carcass was nine to 10,000 years. So there's, the, you know, that's another gigantic, you know, discrepancy. New advances, new advanced dating techniques used on sediment found in the Homo erectus skulls in Java in the 1930s dated them um, no more than 27,000 years old. Uh, okay, Sci scientists previously declared that the species, supposedly as an ancestor of man, this is Homo erectus, vanished some 250,000 years ago. So, in other words, these Homo erectus skulls were dated at 27,000. 
years old, okay? But scientists previously declared that the species, supposedly an ancestor man, vanished 250,000 years ago. So how could you, how could you, well, hold on, they're only 27,000 years. Yeah, but the species disappeared 250,000 years ago. <laughs> Maybe it was just another man after all. Potassium argon dating is another method. But how accurate is that when dated? Um, the lava from a Hawaiian volcano eruption in 1801 was dated at 1.6 million years old. It was fresh lava. And it was dated at 1.6 million from potassium argon dating. I know Ken Hovind gets into a myriad of different dating methods and it basically exposes them all. So, um, anyway, I'm going to try to rapid fire through the last part here. A new computer in the supercomputing department at the National Laboratory of the U.S. Department of Energy, Los Alamos, New Mexico, is being used by a world-renowned scientist to present evidence that the Earth is less than 10,000 years old, just as the Bible says. The program is called Terra, put together by John Baumgartner, the world's preeminent expert in the design of computer models for geophysical convection. Baumgartner is also a Bible believer who claims that, the, that Terra supports the story of Noah's flood. In fact, Terra exists primarily because Baumgartner became a Christian after getting out of college and decided to write a program to prove scientifically that the account of the flood was accurate. What he came up with earned him the respect of top geophysicists worldwide. The program divides the Earth's crust into, into tiny sections and then applies the force of convection to them. What emerges is a moving picture of the shifting islands and continents. Of course, all such models must be built on certain assumptions. When Baumgartner enters assumptions of evolution, which he does not believe, then the model seems to produce some fragmented evidence of a 4 billion year old Earth. He's trying to rule out or rule in these, th these theories. However, when he enters in the assumption of the flood, Noah's flood, being a worldwide catastrophe, many more of the pieces fit together. He concludes that when God saw the wickedness of man before Noah, he caused an enormous amount of hot mantle material to rise from the ocean floor, pushing water over dry land. Then, after 150 days recorded in the Bible, the hot mantle sank back suddenly into the earth and the water flowed back into the oceans at around 100 miles an hour. This massive erosion created places like the Grand Canyon, Yosemite Valley, and great layers of sediment. Evolutionists have discovered what they call the Cambrian explosion, when the fossil record shows the sudden appearance of most today's species. Baumgartner proposes that these are skeletons deposited in the sediment when God extinguished all life on earth in the flood. The great veins of coal created by vegetable matter would not be there if the primordial forests were left to decay where they were. It took catastrophic action to wash the trees altogether. Baumgartner said the evolutionists wrongly assume that the movements of the Earth's crust have always been the same as they, as they are today and base their conclusion on the age of the Earth as an assumption. He says, if you look at the geographic record, there are fingerprints of catastrophe everywhere one looks. Scott Hughes, in his book, The Collapse of Evolution, actually, that was a, a listener of mine who unfortunately passed away uh, recently and um, uh, from unfortunately from the COVID thing. Uh, he ended up in a, ho a hospital, unfortunately. And anyway, longtime listener, his wife, I'm I email sometimes on a daily basis. Um, Scott Hughes in his book, The Collapse of Evolution, elaborates not a single indisputable multi multicellular fossil has ever been found in Precambrian rocks. Yet billions of fossils of highly advanced life forms were found in the Cambrian rocks. 
In short, the fossil record reveals that life appeared abruptly in great diversity, complexity, and abundance without any ancestors from which to evolve. Clearly, this is not evidence for a gradual organic evolution. This is supernatural creation. And then I give you a whole bunch more resources here regarding a ton of things related to evolution. Uh, fossilized mosquito drilling holes in theory of evolution, up in arms of evolution, fossils, Proof pre-flood Earth was an ideal environment. Um, uh, evolution's proofs rapidly vanishing. Little bugs that evolutionists would like to forget. It's just link after link after link if you want to avail yourself to that. But I'm way over on time. I hope this will upload. God bless you. And we will see you in part two.